Welcome to the Crimson Circle. We're here in Louisville, Colorado, again, ready for another channel with Adamus. This is the eighth in the series of the wings. Oh, we're so ready. This group has, uh, this live audience here has so much energy. It's just been so fun to be here. And I hope that you can feel that celebration energy that we want everyone to be a part of. Thank you for being here. You might be listening from thecrimsoncircle.com, watching the video from thecrimsoncircle.com, or live listening from Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here with us. So, with that, I think we're ready to go into our next session. So, with that, I invite each of us to take the deep and conscious breath. Take the good deep breath and feel into this experience for you. Breathe as the human and the master, breathing the I am. Breathing the I am here. Take the good deep breath and breathe in the energies of Adamus if you choose. He's here with us with every breath, with every breath. Stay with the deep and conscious breath, that breath of allowing and feeling. And the music's going to play, and I invite you to hear this as the master to the human. Breathe and feel this experience. Try. Things are gonna get easier Ooh, try Things will get brighter Ooh, try Things are gonna get easier Ooh, try Things will get brighter Get it together and we'll get it all done Someday when your head is much lighter Someday we'll walk in the rays of a beautiful sun Someday when the world is much
falls on Someday when the world is much brighter gonna get easier oh, the child. Oh, the child. Oh, the child. things will get easier oh, I am that I am, Adamus of St. Germain. So which one will it be today? More of Adamus? More of St. Germain? Hmm. It's up to you. <laughs> and I guess I would have to ask the question, which do you prefer? Oh. oh. <laughs> oh. I'll give you a little bit of a hint. Today will be a shout in three parts. The first part will be more, oh, Adamus, oh. when we do Shumber Wisdom. The second part will be more Saint Germain, when we go into the, the discussion, the lecture. And the third part will be you, when we're doing the Marab. I'll guide you through it, but it's going to be you. It's going to be an am- Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be <laughs> One hand clapping. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's got to do it. The third part will be more you than anything. You'll discover once we get there what I mean by that. But it's going to be you doing that portion, uh, with some gentle guidance from me, of course. So, dear Shambra, to begin with, it's interesting. We're we're ahead of schedule. We truly are ahead of schedule, and and I'm not sure if that's. so comfortable for some of you. Some of you have thought that, well, what are we going to do now that we're ahead of schedule? Do we just sit and wait for the schedule to catch up with us, or do we continue going? We're ahead of schedule much more than I would have thought. I'll give you an example after I have some good coffee. I love coming into the shouts for coffee and for you. Um, but I'll give you an example. Master's Life, the whole series, wasn't supposed to have started, meaning that we didn't think it would start until, oh, late 2020. More than two years from now. What? Wow. Yeah, what? Wow. But I remember clearly, as do Calder and Linda and the staff, that it was the day that they were supposed to come in to start uh, refilming Dreamwalker uh, Birth. Mm-hmm. No need to do that. It was perfect. Uh, we were going to refilm. We were going to refilm that, or they thought they were. Uh, earlier that morning, sitting at the Ascended Masters Club, which I do a lot of these days, I like bragging. I like. I'm kind of like really proud of you, so I like bragging. Uh, I don't tell you that, but I tell the other Ascended Masters. And I got to feeling into the energy. Uh, where where is Shamba right now? And I suddenly realized we're far ahead of schedule. Far ahead. 
I said, we're actually ready to begin the Master's Life series, which wasn't supposed to have been for several, several more years. Can we clap for ourselves now? No, clap later <laughs> after I'm done talking. <laughs> several years ahead. And that morning when they came in for the production to begin, uh, I, I, about 30 minutes beforehand, which I thought was plenty of time, <laughs> I said, no, you're going to be filming something else. In the moment, spontaneous, you don't need all this planning, just get up there and do it. Uh, and they did. Now, we just released Master's Life 7, I Am Creation, far ahead of schedule. Mm. I would have predicted that would have been maybe, oh, uh, 2023. And seriously, uh, I'm not exaggerating here. Seriously, you were that far ahead of schedule. You had, you had such an intense desire and a passion to, to really have this embodied enlightenment. I thought it was going to take longer to get over the wounds, uh, the, the processing, the addiction to energy. I thought it was going to take a long time to get over that. Now, many people did leave in the meantime uh, because they weren't quite ready, and that's no negative statement on them. It's just they weren't quite ready. But there was such a, a core group of Shambra from all around the world, uh, ones who are here, ones watching in today, that said, we're going to be bold and courageous. We're going to take this next step. We're going to jump into it. And here we are. On the 5th of May, I uh, believe the year is 2018, at least where you are, and we're already on Master's Life 7. We're already talking about creation. That is a huge step. We put the other stuff behind. We're no longer addicted to old dramas, old energies, which are actually it's really not true consciousness. They are patterns of the mind, all this old stuff. And here we are now embarking on a whole new course of creation, true creation, with an amazing understanding of energy and wisdom. Couldn't have done it without those basics. You had to understand what energy is. We're going to be talking about that a little bit more today. You had to be able to allow in the Master, the wisdom. Without that, it would have been incredibly out of balance. It would have hurt a lot. It would have been hurt in every way you could imagine, physically, mentally, and even spiritually. We did it uh, through a number of things. We did it, number one, with, I would say, one part uh, information, good information, me passing along to you things you already kind of know, but you'd kind of forgotten. We did it with one part humor, entertainment. I hope some of you were entertained along the way, once in a while, a few smiles here and there. Distraction, one part distraction, a hugely important, never underestimate the value of distraction because humans get very mental about things. The, the mind locks in on things. and doesn't let go. If you can quickly distract somebody over here, it'll come in. It'll slip in. It's kind of the same principle in a way, in a kind of perverted way, with what I call bump and run. Uh, bump and fill, actually. Uh, and this is where well, you walk into a wall <laughs> because you don't see that it was there. 
you get hurt. Your nose is bloody, your head hurts, and, and you feel like you're going to pass out. That is such a great opportunity to take in a fill of spirit, of, of the Master, of wisdom. Because sometimes the human gets so identi- identified with its identity, so locked into itself, that it needs that bump in order to fill. But it's the same way with distractions. Uh, the humans get into their mind. Uh, so often at the gatherings, uh, what you call the workshops, we ask a question, and you can just see and feel somebody getting mental. Uh, they stop breathing. They go to their mind rather than their, their, their knowingness. Uh, and they get so tight. Uh, you're going to see it today. <laughs> they get so tight. A little distraction over here gets them out of the mind, lets them get back into their knowingness. So we had one part uh, distraction, and then I'd say about five parts allowing. Allowing. Actually, that's where you did surprisingly well. I, I, I had actually figured out there was going to be a lot of resistance you know, when we got to talking about and and allowing. A lot of resistance to allowing, because you know allowing means letting go, opening up, allowing you, the Master, what some of you have called your divinity, the I Am, in. It means the mind is not in control, uh, nor does it need to be, but allowing is what's well, just that, allowing yourself, your true self. Maybe not knowing what's going to happen next or what's coming in, but being so bold and daring you're not even uh, worried about uh, attracting dark energies and letting them come in. Because, well, first of all, you're not going to. Secondly, from dealing with yourself, you know how to deal with dark energies now. I mean, you know how, <laughs> how they work, how, how they move, what they, the games that they play. So you are so bold and courageous to allow yourself, not about allowing the rest of the world, but to allow you. That probably made the biggest difference of of anything that we've done together, just that allowing. Initially, a lot of you worked hard on your allowing. You you treated it like another uh, discipline, uh, another um, kind of a method. And then you realized, no allowing is just, you take a deep breath. You don't have to focus on it. You just allow. And what happens, it's so quiet. You wonder, well, is anything happening? It's so quiet. But you begin to realize that the Master, the the I Am, it's not about energy. It's about consciousness. Because it's not about energy, there's no great big movement. Uh, There's no – you don't feel like this cascade of energy coming into you. It's very, very quiet. So quiet, so subtle that the mind might not, not even know what's happening. But you do. You're allowing yourself, not an outside God, no, no spirit guides or archangels or anything like that. You are allowing all that you are, everything. Let's take a moment and just allow right now. Then you just take a deep breath. And the Master continues to enter. And you come back to who you really are. And it's without fear, without resistance, not even trying to controlling and 
It's not about allowing energy. Not about allowing a glorified human. It's about you. Just allowing you. You see, you don't have to work at it. It's like, oh yeah, I allow. That opens the spaces within you. That even opens the mind and the body. The body to allow itself to go beyond the ancestral body, to bring in the free energy body. Allowing that you've done ultimately has caused the mind to reposition itself so that it's no longer having to be the dominant force. It's no longer having to be addicted to energy. The mind kind of moves to the back. At first there's resistance, yes, and there will still be some, but the mind just kind of makes room for the wisdom, for the knowingness. That's what's happening when you're allowing right now. Just, you just realize it's time. What else, what else am I going to do? All the tricks, all the things that you've done in the past don't really work, so, oh, that's right, I'm just going to allow the I am. That allowing has made the biggest difference of anything that we've done together. The Marabs play an important part. They actually integrate everything that's happening, particularly in the allowing. And, and again, the allowing is a very quiet, graceful process. You're not going to feel you know, your, your body's not going to start twitching and shaking and getting imbalanced. You're just allowing. So it comes very gracefully. I love allowing, and it's gotten us to where we are now, where we can really talk about creation. And this is where it gets fun. All the rest of it's been a little hard, but this is where it gets really fun when we go into our own creations, creations that you're going to be experiencing your own creations in the, the embodied human form. You're also going to be experiencing the multidimensional nature of creations that just aren't on this reality level, but they expand out. And that's where it gets colorful, fun, dynamic, amazing. That's also where you're going to have a little bit of um, we talked about it at one of the, at several of the workshops recently, a little bit of sadness, a little bit of that melancholy sadness. Why? Did it take me so long to get here? Why did I resist? Why did I have to try to do everything through a limited mind rather than just allowing? How many lifetimes did it take to get here? But after you go through that initial sadness, why it took so long, then you start, uh, well, you start bringing in the wisdom, the beauty of all the experiences. Even the challenging experiences of awakening, the rude experiences of awakening. So let's take a good deep breath with that. It was allowing. The other Ascended Masters have asked me, because you know many of them work with other groups. Some of them work with really big groups. Some of them just small, small little isolated groups. But they keep asking me, so what is it 
Adamus, what is it that, that you're doing? What's the secret sauce? What can we do? And I have to laugh because they would have to be working with Chambra to really understand. Uh, they, their groups, their human groups that they're working with would have to be like you, and they're not because there's nobody like you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> now, the question is, how is that? What was the connotation in the way I said that? Mm -hmm. I'll say it again, because mm -hmm. there's nobody like you. <laughs> they keep asking, well, what's the secret sauce? And I know I can't really share it with them because it wouldn't work for their groups. It really wouldn't. Just feel into it for a moment. And I want to tell them, I want to tell them it's allowing. But their groups would turn it into another meditation. Yep. And then we have allowing clothes that they have to wear. <laughs> and they would have allowing rituals. And they would have an allowing committee. Humans do that. They turn everything into committees and they totally it up. I don't know what it is about committees. I think it's a kind of they're trying to imitate the celestial councils. Uh, but the Celestial Councils aren't committees. You know, we don't have this uh, tedium associated with committees. Committee is a good way to take the life out of anything. Uh, you have a good idea, an inspiration, take it to a committee, it dies right there. And you know what they say? We'll have to think about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have to put it on the agenda for the next meeting. It is dead. There is no chance that it's going to survive. So. So they, they would take allowing to the humans and they would say, there's this amazing, beautiful, simple thing called allowing. It'll bring you gracefully from uh, your root awakening into mastery. It's just allowing. But the groups would turn it into something that it's not. You didn't. You struggled at first with allowing. You tried to focus on allowing. And then one day you realized, oh, nothing to focus on. It's kind of like a giving permission. I allow. That's it. You go on with your life. So their groups aren't like Shampra. Uh, their groups um, – you know, I, I've got a theory, um, and maybe we shouldn't be recording this. Uh, too late. Too late. Okay. I've got a theory. Humans love control. They love control. That's why we wonder sometimes why they join these um, religious groups or spiritual groups that are very rigid. You've got to cut your hair in a certain way, and you've got to do things like everybody else. It's kind of like the group mentality. And but I've often wondered, well, it's so rigid, it's so boring. Why do humans do this? They like control. They like somebody else telling them what to do. Because trying to figure out your own salvation, for lack of better words, uh, is difficult. You've got to face yourself. But when the Pope is telling you, don't eat meat on Friday, I think you can now. Is that correct? All those who went to hell for that. Uh, but when, when you have a Pope saying, this is the way you do it, you don't get divorced. Birth control, forget about it. Uh, and so many of these rules, or, or other groups where you have to, you can't drink certain things or eat. We can drink anything we want, and you do, and a lot of it. <laughs> and it's good because you realize that this coffee is just energy. 
If it was vodka, just energy. If it was lemonade, just, <laughs> en just energy. I hope somebody's getting shots of that. These are historic. These will go down and it's just energy. Uh, so there's groups that ban what you can eat, what you can drink. Uh, none of it makes any sense. How are you going to allow with tight underwear on? What? I mean that literally and metaphorically. Uh, <laughs> you can't, because you're always kind of pinched up with that tight underwear, and then you've got to eat funny things, or you can't eat the things you. Were you, you ever a woman? Yes. And much, you remember much the underwear? Sought after. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yes, I did have many lifetimes as a, as a woman. Um, I don't think we want to. I don't think we want to go down this right now. I was on a roll somewhere else. So, allowing. How can you go to a group uh, like some of these other ones that love rules? They thrive on it. Tell me that I'm bad, and tell me what I'm supposed to do. Uh, and humans thrive on that. Why is that? I, I, I really don't understand. Why is it that you want me to tell you you're a sinner? Uh, that that you're uh, that you're, that you're uh, weak, that you're a fallen angel. But humans no, love don't. that. Oh, yes, please, how no, bad am I? No, we don't. You went to Catholic school. You, you volunteered for it. I spent all the time in the hall. I couldn't deal with it. See? <laughs> so humans like being told how bad they are. That's right, I'm so bad. And then they like being punished for it. No, we don't! Why did, were you out in the hall all the time? Because I didn't like the bullshit. C but you love the punishment. And then oh, humans. Oh, humans, man, that's warped. Her choice, not mine. <laughs> then humans love the rules. Okay, here's how you make your way back up do not eat meat on Friday. Uh, or or uh, wear tight underwear. Or you can't eat this. Oh, and by the way, while we're at it, no, they had to wear long underwear so that they didn't send the wrong message. While we're at it, um, could I borrow that bag there? Yeah. Yes, thank you. Anything oh. good in there? You should not have done that. Co oh, coffee, thank you. You made a mistake. And <laughs> while we're at it. Oh, no. Collection play. Sinner. Sinner. Oh. Want to buy your. Oh, double sinner on you. Oh, I know what you've done. You have and to pay your penance. So it's kind of a strange human behavior. Edith, you got any to cough up today? Pay your penance. Sorry to say, I do not. You do not have any money. I love your the purple. You didn't wear that for me, did you? Of course I did. Did you? It's beautiful. <laughs> Anything in the basket? What? So the typical chambra. Yeah. So I don't know why it is, uh, but uh, back to the point. Chambra, amazing. The point? Chambra, amazing. Okay. Amazing Chambra. Yeah. No rules, no fools. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> T-shirt type. Yeah. I do believe um, Calder is telling me there's a building next door available. I think you ought to rent it and set up a T-shirt bumper sticker shop. Everything that we're doing here in the studio, the next day. Ch -ch 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 you're cranking out T-shirts and bumper stickers and uh, back to the Brilliant. point.
into this to the uh, the point I'm very serious about. Okay. Okay. It was through allowing. It was through allowing, not rules, Mm. not disciplines, not even coughing up a few bucks for Uncle Adamus. It was allowing that brought us here. That's got to this point where we can say we are now ready for creation. That is the Atlantean dream, to be here embodied and creating. It's one thing just to say, okay, I made it to mastery, I'm embodied, I'm here. But without the creation portion of that, the conscious creation, I am creation, it's actually almost not worth staying. And many of you have wondered about that in the past. Why should I stay? Some of you are still going through that dilemma. Why should I stay? Geez, okay, I'm going to allow myself the mastery, the wisdom, all the other stuff. I'm going to drop all the old processing, energy addictions, and all the rest. But why should I stay? The answer is creation. To be creating from within your creation. To be a conscious in the I Am creation, the creation of the I Am, and to be there as the human master and to create. That's the reason for staying. So let's take a good deep breath with that. I know a lot of you are getting much, much more sensitive and aware of energies. If you take a moment just to feel in, it's always layered, never singular, always layered. The layers shift and they move, and some get brighter and some go out of uh, brightness. But for those of you who are allowing yourself to be energy aware, just feel the energy. We're way ahead of schedule. And now this is where the true fun begins. Creating within the creation. That's why we're here. And it's a lot of fun for me too now. Instead of a lot of lectures and having to slap you on the hands for going back to some of those rotten old ways, now we can move on. So good deep breath. And with that, I think it's time for our next portion of the show. Oh. It is time for one of my favorite things. It's where we do questions and answers, but I ask the questions, you give the answers with Linda on the microphone. It is time for. And now it's time for Shamra Wisdom. Are you going to share your wisdom or get sent to the water closet? One quick thing about Chamber Wisdom. Please, please do not say those dreaded words. I just asked you not to say those words. And what do you do? You turn around and say them. Don't say those dreaded words. You can kind of work around it if you feel the need, work around it creatively by saying, the Adamus, the answer is yet to be realized within my being. But please don't say those words that should not be said at any Chambra gathering. So today's question is, and this is um, 
kind of a riddle and a question at the same time. It's going to perplex the mind and it's going to delight the heart. <laughs> what is one attribute? Just give me one, not a whole list of them. What is one attribute that was not going to be uh, – oh, the attribute is not going to be um, appropriate for an embodied master? One attribute. That's not going to be appropriate. Now, feel into it a moment before we start answering that. And part of the riddle is it's, uh, it's an attribute that you've been struggling with. It's an attribute that you've almost been fearing, but it's an attribute that doesn't belong in embodied mastery. What's that one attribute? Now, there will be a lot of right answers. And then, of course, my answer. Yes. And if anybody gets uh, what I'm, what my answer is on this, uh, there'll be a special Adamus award directly out of Calder's pocket, since <laughs> Linda doesn't have any Adamus awards. So let's begin. An attribute that has no place in embodied mastery. It might be an attribute. Well, it is for most of you an attribute you have now. But you're not going to want to be carrying it into embodied mastery. What is it? Linda on the microphone. Oh dear, oh dear. Hello, dear. Hi. Yes. An attribute that you have now. Yes. But you're not taking it forward? Yes. Don't <laughs> shake your head like that because I almost heard the words come out of your mouth. Just make something up. That's always an out. Make something up, because you're not making it up. You're allowing something to come through. So let's start all over again. Love the hat, by the way. Would you bring one for me next time? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's start all over. What's an attribute that you don't want to take into embodied mastery? Being fearful at any point in time. Uh, that's okay. Okay, that great. But being for what do you feel? I gotta walk back there. <laughs> what are you fearful of? What would you be fearful of? Making a mistake. Make, you can't make mistakes. No, you cannot make a mistake. How about that? Well, that lets everybody off the hook. You cannot make a mistake except Carrie. Uh, <laughs> and she doesn't care, so it doesn't make a difference. What would you be afraid of making a mistake about? Do you have tight underwear on? Sure. She does. Uh, not literally, but metaphorically. Kind of just everything controlled, right? Of course. Yeah, of course. Thought about letting that one go? I have. Yeah. And? Well? Didn't let it go. Not yet. So what are you fearful about? Death? No, of course no, not. No, of course not. Uh, you fearful about walking out in public and not having the appropriate clothing on? Well, that would be a big mistake. Oh, oh, that would be a b big mistake. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You fearful about getting sick? No. Ill? I'm not. Just be no. <clears throat> okay. Uh, name one other thing you might be fearful about. Well, as I say, making a mistake. Just making a mistake. Could I interject rude words here? <laughs> uh, looking stupid. Oh, that, that's a good one. That's a, that's a really good one, but 
but remember what we said about intelligence last month uh-huh. uh, and, and about uh, consciousness. There's no intelligence in consciousness, so I guess that would make all of us stupid. Yeah, okay, good. So fearful. That's one thing you don't want to bring into embodied mastery. That's good. Did, did I, am I, are you shocked? Are you in shock? No, oh, no, okay. Do you wish Linda hadn't given you the microphone? Yes, yes. <laughs> Am I psychic or what? Uh, no, next. that wasn't psychic. No. <laughs> next. What, what's one thing you don't want to bring into embodied mastery? Caring what people think. Caring what? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that actually, was the, that's, do, that's the big thing. Do for you? Me. Would you mind standing up? <laughs> and would everybody take a look at how she dressed today? <laughs> Isn't that embarrassing? But uh, yeah. this fear of uh, caring about what people think. Yeah, because in my case, I started doing things that people got really upset. And um, if I let that bother me, then I would have gone off what I really wanted to do. Yeah. So I had what to did, keep going, you... even though I was the black sheep and people were making fun of me behind my back. And... But <laughs> actually, it's kind of fun, really, to know that people are talking about you. I mean, wouldn't it be awful if they just never talked about you? <laughs> like. Uh, Horace who? <laughs> Never heard of him before. Doesn't exist. Uh, what, what did you do that was so black sheepish? What, what caused people to talk? Well, I talked talk my husband into quitting his career and his whole family turned on us. Oh, how's your husband with it? You still together? Not so much. Yeah. Barely. No. There's the part about consequences. <laughs> I forgot right. to mention. Yeah. If yeah. I if I cared, then I would have missed out on a lot of things that happened that were good and right. really cool. What's he doing now? <laughs> Pretending he's starting a company. Oh, pretend. <laughs> well, that, that, pretend. Does he listen in on these? Okay, then we're we're okay. No, uh, he watch come. the door. Watch the door. <laughs> mm. Good. Uh, so, uh, caring what other people think in Embody mastery, they're gonna think. Most people are one of two things. They're going to think you're absolutely nuts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> or they're not going to see you. And the, the, which is kind of nice because you, you all have the ability right now to kind of go invisible. No, you practice it all the time. You hide. Uh, but so you're really good at going invisible, not being seen. But now you can do it consciously. When you want to be noticed, yes. When you don't, you just go invisible because there's times where you just don't want to deal with others. But they're going to think you're crazy. Um, that's actually you should get an award for that. Uh, I'll explain in a little while why I mean that. You should get an award. You know, when when we do the master's stories, uh, like the memoirs of the master, the master is always dressed up bizarre, uh, dressed in 18th century golfing outfits. And you know, most people don't even see him dressed up as Elvis, uh, driving a, a 1959 Cadillac, <laughs> doing weird things, because uh, the Master is doing it for the joy, for the act of consciousness, for the color. But it doesn't really care, and, and a lot of people just don't see him. Or you know what this is like. You see somebody kind of bizarre, and oh, that's over here. You see somebody. <laughs> Well, no, I'm talking outside of here. Here you expect it. But you see somebody kind of bizarre at the airport, at, at the grocery store or something. What do you do? Mm-hmm. I don't see that. I don't see that person. 
I, I don't want that person coming and talking to me. And of course, you know what happens. That kind of crazy person kind of comes and talks to you, and you're like, how do I be polite? So you're that crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Both sides of the family. Both sides. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, actually, that's, that should be a badge of honor that they're talking about you. And the other thing is kind of sad. They don't have anything better to do. Yeah. So, oh, good. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for all the gossip, all of the behind-your-back talk that you've caused. Good. So what is it you're not going to bring into Embodied Mastery? Uh, Yo no sé. <laughs> you don't speak English. Right, it's right. Just yeah, a yeah. joke. It's a joke. Yeah, um, that's, that's funny. <laughs> no, sorry. It's trying to be funny. Um, uh. I believe it, I, uh, doubt is the. Doubt. Doubt. That's an awful thing to bring with you. Yeah. But I got to tell you, sorry, but you're going to have residue, doubt residue, um, all the rest of your days on the planet. You know, it doesn't have to affect your life, but you're going to remember doubt. Uh, you know, it's, it's been such a huge um, kind of a, a, a bad relationship, kind of a huge part of your life. So the doubt will still be there. And ah, kind of, ah, what do you think you're doing? You know, who do you think you are? And the doubt will be there. But you'll learn to, you learn to not pay a lot of attention to it. You learn to make a joke out of it, and then doubt goes running back into its rat hole. You know when you make fun of it. Uh, yeah, doubt. Uh, what is doubt? Uh, not trusting uh, what I know is right. Exactly. But, yeah. Where does it come from? Fear. The mind. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll make a statement here. Get that print shop ready over there. <laughs> uh, doubt, um, doubt is lack of consciousness on the T-shirt. Doubt is just lack of consciousness, lack of awareness. When you have a awareness, the mind isn't flooding you with old memories of things you've done wrong, and, uh, and like Bonnie was saying, uh, making mistakes. When you have consciousness, Nothing you've ever done is a mistake. It's, it's simply an experience within your creation. So doubt will still be there, and you'll actually kind of enjoy it in a weird way, but it will never overcome you. Good. Good answer. It's there. You recognize it, but you just Yeah, there's that dirty rat keep it that doubt. Yeah. Got it. And, and it'll try to, try to scare you. Uh, get you up on a step stool, you know, afraid that it's going to come and gnaw off your leg or something. It's like, hey, get back in your rat hole. I know who you are. You are a lack of consciousness. Yeah, you rat doubt you. Yeah. But doubt, doubt is really just, it's very simply put, uh, it's just a lack of consciousness. And what happens is you kind of have, with a lack of consciousness, you kind of have a void uh, in your overall being. You kind of have an empty space, and doubt comes in and fills it up and tells you, you know, what a wretched human you are, and then you go to church. <laughs> Good. Uh, one or two more. What is it? What is that attribute that you don't Thank want to take? beautiful. That you don't want to take into your embodied enlightenment? Embodied realization. Thank you for correcting Caldra. He chooses the words. 
You'd think he'd get it right after all this time. Good. So thank you, Edith. What aren't you going to take? Two hairs on my head. I'm going to send a master, but I'm totally perplexed. I'm like, if you could see my T-shirt, WTF. <laughs> Help us to understand. Enlighten us or realize us, dear Edith. Two hairs on your head you're not going to bring in? Which two hairs? You think you're going to bring hair with you? I can't say I don't know. Oh, well, uh, you were using it as a reference, not as a statement. Is that correct? Yes. Say yes. Say yes. Say yes. <laughs> yes. Edith, what are you not going to bring into your embodied mastery? What are you going to leave behind? Disgust. With what? Everything. Ooh. Or anything. Oh, let's sit down and talk. Uh, this is good. What are you disgusted with? Nothing. <laughs> this is going nowhere. Uh, but why did you say disgust? I think there is something disgusting about with your, your feeling disgust. Disgust for what? Not for yourself, indeed. Disgust with uh, not if we as humans don't face who we really are and uh, do our utmost to achieve. Um, that we're and know we're God also. Oh, okay. Just like the impatience with taking so long on this journey. Correct. Okay, I'm relieved now. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, one more. Shambra wisdom. Would you replay the Shambra wisdom thing uh, just so we make sure we're really wise here? It's time for. Now it's time for Shambra wisdom. Are you going to share your wisdom or get sent to the water closet? Good. Now that kind of reinvigorated the wisdom. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, wise one. Probably doubt. Doubt has already been said. Damn it. Okay. Would you replay that? Uh, <laughs> quick, quick, come up with something else. Say anything. Um, what aren't you going to bring with you to embodied realization? <laughs> Anger. Anger. Actually, yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, that was a, actually a very good answer. Uh, anger that you get angry with yourself about doesn't belong there, but anger that you have fun with uh, is kind of fun. Anger is sometimes just arising. Of passion, and sometimes expressed. You know, when you when you do the dump on other people with your anger, then you feel bad about it afterwards. But you know, anger, anger is actually okay in embodied realization if you do it with a smile. Uh, it's okay. Can you can you understand that? Can you understand bringing anger with you? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and it doesn't mean letting it overwhelm you or acting it out. It just means, ah, what a sensation, anger. Oh, yeah. What would you be angry at? 
don't look at me. <laughs> that was that eagle-eyed look. What would you be angry at as, as a master? At self. Oh, as a as, master? As a master, yeah. The way humans behave. <laughs> your, your cheering section over here keeps saying, mass consciousness, mass consciousness, well, yeah. to everything I ask. Yeah. Uh, everything. Yeah, the way yeah. humans behave. Exactly. You know, get a little angry about it, and you know, you're out driving around. You got uh, you know the, the frustration of traffic, or dealing with somebody who has no clue, somebody very unconscious. Yeah, the anger is actually okay, but it's a different kind of anger. It's kind of a master anger. It's kind of kind of amusing, actually, because what happens. All of you need to listen to the second part. Don't take it out of context, just oh. the first part. It's quickly transmuted into wisdom, very quickly, because you're a master. So you got this anger, that person really upsets you, or the traffic, or dealing with um, uh, what Calder was telling me uh, on customer service on the phone, not Crimson Circle, of course, but other people. Uh, Linda. Uh, dealing with uh, your favorite airlines. Yeah, uh, United. Yay! So, uh, <laughs> anger, but then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm so angry. And then all of a sudden you kind of feel this um, transmutation and you kind of feel this surge of energy because anger brings energy. Mm. Feel a surge of energy and then it's like, oh, that is so funny. You know, <laughs> and then you realize kind of the joke in it. You mean like when they put you on ignore? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You're talking to customer service and life in general. <laughs> customer service. Favorite airline. Put you on hold. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's it. Good. One more. Thank you. That was good. That was oh, one more. What are you not going to bring? I, I've got 20 bucks on this one if you oh. get it close. Oh, she might. You don't even hey, have to get it she right. She might. 20 bucks. Adamus is my teacher. But <laughs> 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 you know. But Adamus is my best, peer. Not the right answer, but <laughs> not the right answer. But you get twenty for being insightful. No, oh. no, that's actually a good one. That's actually a good one because where we're going, no more teachers. Uh, let me be a guide once in a while. And I want to know you as, as a, a peer. In the biblical. S no. <laughs> <laughs> and have a lot of. <laughs> and, uh, exactly. You know, I, I'm, I'm really not here to be a teacher. It's more like an annoyance. Uh, <laughs> 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 kind of tell stories, distract, uh, get you pissed off at me, uh, and you're doing it yourself. That's right. And when you realize that, <laughs> that I'm not here to teach you, uh, you don't need that, uh, oh, you set yourself free. And then we can really be buddies. I, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. I'll get you a guest pass to the Ascended Masters Club. It'll only feel like you're dead for about 24 <laughs> hours, but <laughs> you know. On the other hand, you're going to be there <laughs> and just this enjoy. Sounds like a great vacation. <laughs> exactly. Kathumi was going to be there. We have fun. Good. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, microphone over here to Linda. All the answers are good and correct. Shambhur wisdom is getting better. It's harder for me to. To play with you <laughs> during Chambra Wisdom because you got good answers now. Before it was so easy to kind of smack you down <laughs> and, and get you pissed off. So here's the one, and I know it's on everybody's mind, but nobody said it. Nobody said it. And when I say it, you're going to go, 
ah, yeah. I mean, it's almost too close. What you're not going to be bringing with you, I wish we had a drum roll. Can't we, can't we afford a drum roll? No. Uh, thank you. Instantly, they went to doing that. Uh, so what you're not going to bring with you into uh, Ascended Mastery is boredom. Yeah. See how easy that is? Now, the fact is, is you're kind of bored right now. You're kind of in this in-between. You're trying to find things to spice up your life. You're trying to find passion, uh, but you're trying to go back to the old passion. Forget about it. It's not going to happen. Probably one of the top three complaints uh, about this whole root awakening process is the loss of passion. What am I supposed to do? And then you start projecting your grayness uh, into the future, which don't do, uh, because you're, you're projecting from the mind of a human. It's like you're projecting from an old, um, your old style projectors on the wall. No, we got high res TVs now, so don't, don't project your grayness into your uh, embodied mastery. You've lost the passion for a while. And it was an important part of the whole uh, changeover process into embodied mastery. It had to be almost hidden from you, your old human passion, because you would keep trying to go back to it, and that's not what you're here for. The old human passion could have been anything, helping the sick and elderly. Uh, it could have been um, uh, singing uh, at the local choir. It could have been um, creating, uh, painting, uh, or something like that, whatever it was, just taking a walk uh, by yourself. But it kind of goes away. And then you enter the time of gray, boring, dreary, really dreary. Because you're, you're letting a lot of old stuff go, and it hasn't filled yet with color and life and energy. You kind of had to go into energy emptiness that you then kind of turned into an energy grayness. And even a dreariness, in a way, before we go to the next step, where there is absolute passion, but not like you ever knew before as a human on this planet. The passion where you're going is so different. I, I almost don't even want to try to describe it because uh, it would humanize it. The passion, for lack of better words, is just to be. Uh, and she's already yawning over there. <laughs> oh, I'm so bored with this presentation, Adamas. <laughs> you're not going to be bringing that with you. And you're going to try, and you're going to even try to project your grayness into this whole thing of embodied mastery, and it's not going to fit. The human, is, the human is gray. Mass consciousness is gray. It's kind of this uh, – just feel into it for a moment. It's kind of a – mass consciousness is all the collective thoughts of humans ever. And it's kind of gray and dreary. And it's really going to appear gray and dreary once you have finished the integration process, because for you, life is going to be filled with so much, for lack of better words, color, depth, 
uh, 3D, but, but 100D. You know, it's going to be so filled with amazement. You are not going to be bored as an embodied master, period. You can't be. The two would never, ever work together. At times it's going to be exhilarating to the point where you <laughs> you're going to want it to slow down. At times you are going to feel so overwhelmed with just pure passion, even if nothing's happening, but pure passion, that you feel you're going to explode. Your physical body and your mind are going to explode. So filled. Now, the cool, interesting thing is that we've done a lot of preparation, energy. Uh, preparation over the past few years so that your body will be able to handle it. It's not going to blow up. You're going to feel so, at times, energy-rich, even energy-overwhelmed. You know, as we get into the whole understanding of what energy is and what creation is, it's going to come to you. You couldn't even imagine right now, in the human sense, it's going to come to you. And at times, because you are human and master, it's going to overwhelm the human. But because of all of the work we've done up to now, it's not going to overwhelm the mind. It's going to trip you up a little bit, but it's not going to overwhelm the body or the mind. You're moving right now from kind of grayness and lack of passion and some boredom, a lot of boredom. There's a lot of boredom out there with Chambra. And what I would call the dreary life. You're moving away from that because you're also moving away from mass consciousness. And you're going to realize, and it's going to be kind of sad at first, mass consciousness is dreary. Really dreary. And you're going you're to see, you're going to observe uh, life, mass consciousness, people, and wonder how you ever survived in such dreariness, in such absolute dreariness. And then you're going to take a look at yourself today and wonder why you've been so damn dreary. I mean, serious dreary. I mean, you're serious and that makes you dreary. <laughs> why you've worn those tight underwear, which really will make one dreary. and also cause some circulation problems. Why you've been so damn serious, and you get philosophical, and you get full of a lot of macchio, and you get bogged down. It's just dreary. And then you do dreary things, like just sit there all day. <laughs> Where's the energy? Dama said the energy was coming. Look at it this way. If you were energy, would you want to be with you? God. Just and, and, and instead of really opening up and blossoming and being colorful, you've just kind of allowed yourself to get really gray. And really and, and then what do you do when you get really gray? What? What color are you wearing? Black. Gray. Oh, oh, oh. Quick, quick, hide behind the tree. Oh no. Have some color. 
you're going you're to realize how great you've been in your life. And, and, and you're going to say, I don't want that in embodied enlightenment. And you don't have to worry. It's not going to be there. Uh, as an embodied master, you're going to be really sensitive and aware of things. And sometimes it is going to bother you being in a dreary world. But then what are you going to do? You're going to stop and take a deep breath. I exist. And you're just going to create. You're going to be painting on top of a gray canvas. And the gray canvas is not yours. It's, it's life. It's life. So what you're not going to be bringing with you, boredom, grayness, dreariness. For those of you who are kind of stuck in dreary right now, you're going in a dreary circle. Not even a fun circle. It's actually not even a circle. You're not even that good. You don't complete the circle. Because <laughs> you keep wandering. You kind of keep wandering around, going in a circle that's never completed. That is dreary. So for those of you who are stuck in dreary right now, take it out of your backside and take a good deep breath, because the fun is going to begin. It has to. You cannot – there is no such thing as a dreary embodied human or a dreary ascended master. There are some ascended masters who are a little bit more fun than others, <laughs> but there are none who are dreary. <laughs> yeah, anybody I know starts us. Well, Kazumi. Kazumi. Okay, let's take a good deep breath with that. Going beyond dreariness and being so serious. You know, th this whole spiritual journey has nothing to do with being serious. It has everything to do with being a little crazy uh, and, and being bold and courageous, but not serious. So get out of your dreary underwear. T-shirt time. <laughs> if I was just giving a St. Germain lecture, it wouldn't have the same impact. So. No. Yeah, no. Next subject. Okay, let's take a good, good deep breath with that. Next subject. As we start to bring a little color into our life. Linda, would you help me with my pants? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, thanks. <coughs> Next subject. See, this is fun. <laughs> it's not dreary. Actually, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> Calder is like, please get this done quickly. I'm having fun. Loosen up your underwear. <laughs> done? No, Stop that. It's stuck. Good. Thank you. Next subject. Let's talk for a moment. Let's talk for a moment. <laughs> That's yeah. Let's talk for a moment now about energy and life. You may have never considered this before, but there is a huge difference between energy and life. If you got into discussion with most people, including probably most Chambra, they would think that life is energy, and it's not. It's not at all. Energy is not even life force. You know, a lot of people talk about life force energy. There's no such thing. There, there, there's no prana flowing all over. 
There's energy that's sitting right here, unactivated, doing nothing. And it's not intelligent, it has no agenda, and it doesn't move you. You move it. People think in terms of energy, it's in the air. No, that's oxygen. Uh, it's not energy. There is this misconception that energy is life, and it's not. And that's when things are boring, is when you think energy is life. And that's when things control your life, because you're relying on energy. You're addicted to energy. Energy is totally different than life. People think that, uh, that, there's, that life, uh, for instance, is having money. No, that's, uh, that's energy. That's just energy. They think that, um, for instance, um, music, that music is life. No, music is just energy. Uh, can we put on uh, some music? First track, I guess, of the music you played before going on air, Calder was telling me. So uh, let's listen to this for a moment to help make the example. And what, with this music that's going to play, it's just energy. You know, I, I have said now that energy is just a communication. A communication is all it is. Whether it's communicating as music or it's communicating as light, it's communicating as money. It's just communication, all of it. And nothing happens with that energy, which is just communication, until you're present, until there is consciousness. Nothing. That's life, when consciousness meets energy, when consciousness allows, when it is present, I am here. Suddenly the energy starts moving and we have life. Thank you for the music. That was energy. That's not life. People mistake life as having a lot of energy. It's not. It's not. Energy is just energy. And this is a very simple but very, very important point in your coming as a master, to realize that there is energy here. It's not group energy. It's not prana. You know, I, I understand what they mean when they talk about prana, but you know, prana, life force energy. But it would have one believe there's something out there that they want or need, and they're trying to get it in here to make themselves happier or better or whatever, healthier. There's not. I've looked. I've checked. I've asked all over the universe, have you seen prana? Have you seen prana? I, of course, when I went to the, the New Age uh, ashram, oh, yes, there's prana all over. But there's not. There, there's really not. There is an <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Never again. Energy is everywhere, and it's yours. 
it's not hers, it's yours. Every, this is so important to understand. It is your energy. It's not out there. It's not in the air. It doesn't, it's not coming from another galaxy. It's right here. It's not to share with her, either. Never, never. Never share your energy. Another T-shirt. We need to get a lease over here. <laughs> never share your energy. And I know that sounds terrible, because people like are always giving their energy away. Why would you? And you can't. You cannot give her your energy. You can inspire her to use her own energy, just by being present, your glow, your potential. But you can never give her yours, and you can never really take hers. You can pretend to, but that's another story. Energy is everywhere, and it's yours. It's waiting for you. It's just waiting. It's just in a holding pattern, with no agenda, no intelligence. It's in service to you. When you are present, when you have said, I am going to be my life, in my life, of my life, creator of my life, when you are that committed and you have that much passion for being here, suddenly your energy comes to life. It creates the no, uh, take that back. The energy now is in service to you, and it will facilitate your creation in the life that you dream and choose. Period. Never again mistake energy for life. Life is when you are present, when you're no longer dreary, when you're no longer wandering in that endless search for some sort of meaning to life, when you are no longer boring, when you choose to be in your creation. It sounds pretty obvious to choose to be in your creation, but most people don't. A, they don't acknowledge, this is my creation. B, they do not understand energy. They are still working for it rather than letting it work for them. And most people are not fully present, meaning conscious. I am that I am. I am here because I've chosen to be. Boom! The energies change now. Your energies change. They immediately go into service to help create the experience within your creation. It's that simple. Let's take a good deep breath with that. It's that simple. Yeah. Energy is not life. Energy supports the life experience. Again, a very simple point, and some of you are going, well, yeah, uh, that's kind of obvious, but now would you live it? Would you live it? And that means getting out of the gray, dreary, coming back to a real passion. Not the old human passion, but the real passion is I create, I experience. That's it. I create my creations, and I can do it while I'm in mass consciousness, my creations, and I can then experience them. You'll stop wondering, well, how come I never, nothing ever th works out for me, and I, I want to be abundant, but I'm not? Because 
you still are equating energy and life, putting them as the same thing. You're still thinking that energy is life. It's not. You are the life. Allow energy now to support your creations. Good. Good deep breath with that. Good deep breath. Yeah, I feel some questions on that, but I'm not going to answer them. Uh, no, because I don't want it to go mental. And it's very simple. Energy is not life. They're two separate things. Life occurs when consciousness is present. Energy then goes to work for you, and you have what you now call life. Life doesn't have to be in a physical body. By the way, that physical body is not life. You say, well, no, it's, I'm alive. But your physical body is not life. It is energy. It's all. It's energy in the form of a body. And then you think, well, okay, it's my, my thoughts, the thoughts that are going through my mind. That's life. No, actually, it's just energy. Your mind is nothing other than an energy incubator, uh, and it's, it creates thoughts. It's constantly churning out thoughts, but that's not life. Being in your thoughts is not life. You're just, you're just uh, adrift in energy when you're in your thoughts. Make sense? Everybody's got that big WTF look. <laughs> what did he just say? I said, enjoy life, okay? Stop being so dreary. Okay, I'm going to start picking out dreary people in the audience. Oh, no. Yeah. And oh yes, yes, yes. Not not this session, but next. Don't come dressed dreary. Um, <laughs> don't look dreary. Don't look. You, you know the dreary look? No, come on up. You can do it. <laughs> Who wants to do the dreary look on stage? Who's really good at that? Ah, uh, you're not dreary. Oh, but you can act it. You can do the look. Okay. Oh, that's pretty good. I was just going to say, doesn't that look like a lot of people we know? <laughs> do that once more. No, if you don't mind me correcting, a dreary person doesn't have that much expression. Okay. <laughs> That's dreary. Okay. Now, as opposed to being conscious and present, now being in life. <laughs> Good distraction. Good distraction. <laughs> that, that, yeah. Oh, and you're smiling about that still. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Well, we, have, we haven't gotten married yet. Oh, so. okay. Now, you two will be. How could you help not to love her? Always. <laughs> good. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else want to do dreary? Any, you want to do dreary? Uh, we got to give everybody out there. Th some of them are the non-English speakers. Are, what what is dreary? Uh, what I do not understand this word dreary. Uh, so let's do it for them. <laughs> <laughs>
as an example. Think back to your childhood. <laughs> Ouch. That, that's pretty good. That's a good dreary. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're just a crazy embodied master. <laughs> These are the ones you kind of walk away from. <laughs> She's in the, in the meat department at the grocery store doing that thing. <laughs> Anybody else want to demonstrate dreary for all of our listeners online today? <laughs> She's going to be angry with you. Do you want to do dreary? Eat us. Edith, they want you to do dreary. Lights up a little bit. Lights up. That's dreary. She just did it right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me help you, ma'am. Yes, yes. Do you want a seat? No, thank you. You do dreary standing. Okay. Dreary. Gray, boring. Oh. Do, do that again. For, where's the camera? Oh, the red light there. That looks a little scared. Yeah, just dreary, gray. That's pretty good, Edith. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Now, now you're present, in, and now you're in life, your life. What does that look like? That looks dreary, Edith. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, I wish I was rich instead of good looking. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm glad you chose good looking. <laughs> Why not both? I'd love both. Can you just can, you know we talked today. The biggest reason we're here ahead of schedule is allowing. You keep talking about abundance. Could you just allow it? Of course. Then do it. Okay. Okay. Come back. I want a hundred bucks next time. <laughs> no, that's abundant. You just you get you give. <laughs> Thank you, Edith. Thank you. Thank you. Good. So let's take. I think the. I think the listeners, the viewers, get an idea of what jury is. There's no. You know, we had a series a while back about charisma. Um, you know, the charisma is just. It's when you're present, when you're conscious, you're in creation. That. Is life. That, that is life. Then the energy whoosh comes in, and we end all discussion about abundance. I can't wait. That will be a day to celebrate. I'll buy the cake <laughs> and the champagne for everybody when we can finally bury the discussion of abundance, because some of you are still uh, addicted to it. You love it. Yeah, you still you know like the beating that lack of abundance gives you. I won't get, I won't go there, but let's take a deep breath. We're going to end those discussions and live as true embodied masters. Uh, next, let's take a deep breath and we switch gears once again. Big gear though. Let's take a good deep breath. It's Mirab time. Now you can all go to sleep. Oh, I'm so dreary today. I, no, I really. I'm at workshops and, and events. I will call out dreary people. I, I just 
There's no room for it in our gatherings. There's no room for it. Amen. I'm <laughs> I heard an amen in the audience. Amen. <laughs> it's a lot more fun to have passion within your creation. It attracts a lot of energy. Uh, it's a lot more fun just to enjoy life. Stop holding back. So I'm going to be calling out dreary people. Uh, I'm going to work with Linda. We're going to get a dreary award. <laughs> it's just a little gray sticker. Uh, that go- <laughs> Got a gray sticker. There's no, place, there's no place for it anymore in, in here. There's no place for this. You know, all of you, every one of you, without exception, got on this thing. I've got to go on this long-suffering path in search of the Holy Grail. You know, if you'd have just stopped to look, the Holy Grail was sitting right there the whole time. (laughs) And you went on this dreary search. And I hope you write books about it and joke about how gray and dreary you were in this whole God-forsaken, serious search for something that was right there. I'm surprised you didn't trip over it on the way to your search. Take a deep breath and allow, I am that I am. I'm a damn creator, and I'm having fun in my creations. Enough said. Time for Marab. Music ready? Let's take a good deep breath as we transition into the music. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. Let's break out the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Ow! Ow! <laughs> it's not dreary, is it? <laughs> Anything but. Let's take a good deep breath. And I'm going to ask you to take note of something that was happening during the distractions today. There was some good information, but there was something else happening. Let's take a good deep breath. Let's just allow for a moment here as the music plays. Good deep breath. A lot of laughs today. A lot of good laughs. Spiritual gathering should be just about all laughter. I mean, almost all, maybe a little bit of seriousness, but almost all laughter. The funny thing is, uh, as an embodied master, you're going to be laughing a lot at how dreary you were. (laughs) No, you really will be. Why did I take that on? The seriousness, the, the overly holiness kind of stuff. Well, because that's what mass consciousness told you to do. You, you know, Kuthumi, I, I love Kuthumi. He He's such an example of going from being really the dreariest human ever to walk this planet. Uh, really, the, oh, so serious. And it's all about rules and all about making his parents happy. That's one of the dreariest things you can do is try to make your parents happy. Next one is trying to make your kids happy. Uh, yeah, that got, for all you listening in online, that got a big, oh yeah. <laughs> Kazumi was so dreary. I mean, he could clear out a, a, a whole bar if he ever walked in, but he never would because he was too dreary to be in a bar. He'd clear out the whole bar. But because everybody just could sense it. 
you know, he would start asking all these questions. Well, what's in this drink, and what's in that, and what's it going to do to me, and is this legal, and and all the dreary questions. Just drink the drink, Kathumi. Just <laughs> drink it. But isn't that what a lot of you have been like in the spiritual journey? Well, what should I do? What's this going to be like? What comes next? How should I? Am I doing this right? Where's the Where's the handbook to tell me what to do? Just do it. <laughs> he was Kathumi was so dreary. How <laughs> dreary! He is so dreary. He could walk into this is a true story. He could walk into a bordello, a whorehouse, and put everybody to sleep. Just fall asleep. Everybody. Well, he would start asking, and you know, do you have any diseases? And do you have any uh, you know Ah, what did you have for breakfast today? Just do it, Kathumi, just do it. Anyway, let's take a good deep breath. He got over being dreary, and then he became a light. He became a true light, filled with joy, never getting serious again, always in the moment, always in joy, never so stuck in the mind, never got didactic, never got boring. Ask him a question, you ask him a serious question, and he'd tell you a joke. Because, you see, he knew what was really going on. When somebody would come up and say, Master, where's the, where's the road to enlightenment? He'd tell him a joke, totally off subject. And, and that would distract him enough. So they stopped being so serious. There is no road. There's no path to enlightenment. It's all just in the allowing. That's it. But I distract intentionally. A funny thing is happening right now with all this distraction and stories and everything else. You've probably been wondering lately, you know, in the last 10 days or so, what's going on with me? I feel dissociated, kind of like not together. What's happening here, dear Master, is that you're losing the human. You know, that human, that kind of uh, dreary, gray human, is kind of floating off. Maybe better said, kind of like, you know, what it's like when a snake loses its skin. Especially if the snake thought that skin was its identity. Because that's what it could see and feel as it slithered along the ground. And then it starts to lose the skin. You're having a big part of you now kind of being pulled away, pulled off. It's not that you're going to lose it, but it's being removed in a way, a layer, a huge layer. So that you can reveal the master. The human is getting 
dissociated for the time being. It will eventually become integrated. But first, it's being put out into the realms, into your dream states at night. The human part that was dreary, colorless, never a creator, addicted to energy, the very thing that you identified with in many ways, is now being pulled off like scales, um, like the bark uh, off of a tree, scales on an animal. Some days it does feel like they're being pulled off. Other days it feels like they're just falling off. It's very interesting, uh, but sometimes um, uncomfortable situation. The human identity that was so solidified, so tight, is now coming off. It's going out into the dream realms. And that's why, again, so many of the dreams right now have been so intense. And that human is becoming its own aspect. And that aspect is being peeled away now from you, from consciousness. That aspect will go into the realms of your dreams and it is there that you will eventually come to wisdom. But it's playing in those realms right now, still trying to find resolution with so many things that happened to it, that human aspect in its life. It's going to go back and visit people from the past, old experiences from the past. You'll realize that in your dreams at night. You wonder, you wonder what what's happening why is there why are there these feelings of frustration lack of completion why are there these feelings that the human is almost going backwards when you've done such a good job of releasing it's going in for you could say a major tune up The human aspect is going into other realms, non-dream realms, but other realms where it will have a lot of time and quiet to itself. Yes, even while it's in the dream realms, it is also going to be in a quiet realm by itself, isolated, away from everything. It's going to cry there. It's going to rebel there. Going to go through its attempts to resolve its issues. Why did it come to Earth in the first place? Why did it take on so much anger and hate and pain? It's going to be dealing with itself there, and it's going to be very, very difficult for it. But it's not. Really going to affect you so much as the living master. You'll sense it out there happening. You'll sense it, but it's not going to be able to interfere with your life. Right now, where we are in such a beautiful place, 
of being true creators. Right now, the human aspect is getting pulled off, dissociated. You could almost be like you, know, you have this creature on your planet called the turtle, almost like the shell being removed and taken somewhere else so that you don't have that interference. You'll feel it, yes, but it won't directly interfere with your life. Ultimately, it will all be integrated. Ultimately, it will come back as the wise human, as the completed human. It will come back to join the Master, the I Am. It will come back to join you in life. There's nothing to to say to be taken lightly. In other words, this is a big step. If you've wondered lately, why these strange feelings? It's, it's because that human aspect is going off. Let's take a deep breath with that and simply allow. It wouldn't have been possible without the allowing without the wisdom, without the Master, without the understanding of energy. Without those things, the human aspect would have clung on, it would have dug in deeper, would have created a harder shell. But right now, you take a deep breath, Master and human, and allow it to go where it needs to go gracefully. The human self has been filled with emotions, has been living in a sea of emotions, has been addicted to drama and emotions. There's no place for that where the Master goes. It's false, false reality. It's actually false energy dynamics, emotion, drama, all the rest of that. When one doesn't understand the difference between energy and life, they tend to get very addicted to drama. One of the few things that brings a little energy into their life. Well, there's no place for that in the Master's life. The Master is dealing with the Master's energy, with pure energy. The Master brings consciousness and creation. And the energy then comes in to allow for the experience, the joy, and the simplicity. The layer of the human aspect is going off. It's 
be tuned with wisdom. It's going to be tuned with laughter. One might ask, well, is the human aspect going to find resolution? That's not the point here. It's not about resolving anything. It's about accepting. There's a big difference. Resolution means everything comes together for a happy ending. It's not about that. It's about acceptance. The human finally just saying, I was here in experience. That's it. No need for resolution. And you, what do we call you now? Human, master, I don't know, but you're going to feel very raw as this old human layer, human aspect goes off, as I say is removed. Um, it's kind of falling off, but sometimes it has to be tugged off too. But this as this is occurring, you're going to feel very sensitive, very raw, in a way kind of unprotected. But what's really happening is you're developing a higher, higher degree of awareness. You know that as the human got crusty or you know, more limited, it really reduced awareness. As that human aspect goes off into the other realms for a while, you are going to feel very, very sensitive about things. That's good, because you're going to now understand energy in a way like you never did before. You're going to feel energy, because you're going to realize there is a difference between energy and life. But you may also feel vulnerable. Very exposed. And when that happens, just remember something very simple. Energy is here to serve you. When you're feeling exposed, feeling vulnerable, like something might attack you, you know, psychic energy or even a dog, <laughs> remember that it's all energy. And it's here to serve you. You might think that takes a lot of courage. Let yourself feel that vulnerable, open, unprotected. But you pretty soon start learning that, see, as energy comes, I'm going to say closer to you, it's always there, but as it really comes into your, uh, close to your consciousness, even what one would call bad energy is suddenly transmuted. Well, there is no bad or good energy, it's just energy. Let's say in this very vulnerable state, 
where the shell of the human aspect has come off. That there's what you feel like a psychic, bad energy coming at you. That's when you take a deep breath into the I am. I exist. That energy might get really close, like a salting, nasty, dark energy. And then suddenly, the moment before it grabs hold of you, it is transmuted. A little bit frightening to be, to have it come that close. But suddenly you realize it is just energy. It's not life. It's not life giving you a hard time. It's not life that has a destiny for you. It is just energy. And then it gets fun, my friends. It gets fun. After you've had a few scary experiences with energy, just like it's going to roll right over you, like it's going to tear you into pieces, and you hold your own. You don't flinch. You don't blink. And it gets in so close, you think it's going to devour you, and boom! It transmutes into energy that's here in service to you. That's where it gets fun. Now. What are you going to do with that energy? Well, you're not going to be dreary. You're not just going to stand and look at it and want to ask it where it came from. You're going to embody it physically.、Um, you could say psychically. You're going to embody that energy, and you're going to feel like dancing, singing, running. You're going to just feel so invigorated in joy. You're going to feel like a thousand colors, not not fifty shades of gray, but a thousand, <laughs> a thousand colors, all at once. Let's take a deep breath with that. The human aspect is going out to some other realms right now. You know, it's all the old stuff. Take a deep breath and just feel that for a moment. Wow. Let's take a little peek here while we're at it. So, the human aspect is almost like a shell, or layers, or scales. Now those are coming off. What does that look like? What does that feel like now? As that old armor comes off, that old aspect, what's in there? Take a look. Allow to feel what's in there. Covered up. 
everything you've identified with the human self is kind of congealing right now into an aspect. It's going off for kind of special treatment. You'll encounter it from time to time in your dream state, uh, just feelings that you, you have. You'll feel at times very dissociated, very like, where is that part of me? What happened to it? Well, it'll come back. But it'll come back very different. Let's take a good deep breath with that. Take a good deep breath. Good deep breath. Oh. Good. What changes today? <laughs> I'll start, uh, I'll end where I started. Uh, dear Shambra, we're so far ahead of schedule. And, and not that we were in a hurry, but, well, you were. Uh, <laughs> but there is a whole series of things that one goes through in coming into embodied mastery, and there's not a lot of history. There's not a lot of uh, things you can read about it, because you're the first group to be doing it. Uh, you're creating those books. You're creating those paths. It's an amazing experience, and what interesting times you live in. So with that, my dear friends, such a delight to be with you today. I hope you had a few laughs. I hope you got a little bit of information. And I know you did a lot of allowing. That's what's brought us here. And always remember, of course, that all is well in all of creation. Thank you. My pleasure. So thank you to Adamus, Jeffrey, for channeling Adamus. So I guess we got some good information and quite a few laughs and lots to digest, to integrate. So I invite us to remember that take some time for you and take those good deep breaths and just be there for you. Thank you for being here, part of the Crimson Circle, for this wings shout. Thank you so much. We'll see you again soon. To very much a big thanks to this audience that is so courageous. We appreciate you so much. Thank you to everyone listening on Blog Talk, listening on Crimson Circle, or watching the video on CrimsonCircle.com. Thank you all. We'll see you next month. Thank you.